We're here to inspire, inform, and connect entrepreneurs and high achievers. Welcome to Results Radio with the number one results coach in the country, Sean Shuchuk. Sean is as focused on your results as you are. Visit our website at www.yourresultsradio.com and take advantage of the free tips and gifts. Plus, get your copy of the best-selling results journal developed by the number one results coach in the country. With you in mind, it is the most powerful achievement tool used by high achievers today. Here is the host of Results Radio, Sean Shuchuk. Welcome to Results Radio. I'm your host, Sean Shuchuk. Every show, we bring you the very best. Why? Because it's all about growth. We are here to inspire, motivate, and connect. You know, I say this almost every show probably, and you become very used to me saying this, that we've got an incredible guest. Well, we have an incredible guest. The story that this guy tells is unlike anything else that I've heard. Yes, there are lots of regs to riches, or I was homeless, and all these kind of stories. Uh, but when it, it grows, the passion for life and to create change grows from something that's homegrown, uh, something that's real, something that you can reach out and feel almost. That's what this is really about. You know, results radio, we're focused on helping people grow, to develop and to change lives, to leave this planet a better place because they were here. It's really interesting for me to do the work I do, and as all of you in the Change Results community know, uh, I have the privilege of working with folks all over. United States, Canada, and abroad. And by the time you get to hear the show, I will have spoken at one of the biggest events in the United States called City Gala. It's the most incredible people right in Hollywood, California. Uh, coming up in August of this year, I'm speaking at a massive event at AT&T or Dallas Cowboys Stadium in Dallas, Texas. Uh, 25,000 people, which was one of my objectives. It all comes down to one thing, who you are you hanging out with that you've heard. So we do our very best to do that, to connect you with the very best. That's what this is really all about. We're going to have a really interesting conversation over the next few minutes. And I'm going to encourage you to do two things. First and foremost, if you haven't yet received your copy of the Results Journal, go to yourresultsradio.com and get yourself a copy of that journal. It's important. It was designed with you in mind to help you achieve more and to do it in less time at the end of the day. Isn't that what it's all about? Isn't what the American dream was built on? Secondly, I want you to get a pad and a piece of paper, get your laptop, get your iPad, whatever it is you use to take notes. And I want you to pay attention over the course of the next 30 minutes as our guest and I have an in-depth conversation about where he was and in relation to where he is today and how he got to where he is today and how you can do the same thing. So without any further explanation from me, Darren Jackman is a very dear friend of mine. This guy has done some incredible things in the world. This guy's grown from something. By the way, he grew up not very far from where I grew up and spent some years in not too far off the West Coast. He's developed something where today he's not talking about where he's going to find the next 3 or $4 or $5 for his next Happy Meal. He's raising billions of dollars. He's speaking to the, the best of the best in the world and teaching and training them. And at the end of the day, sometimes we all need a little help in that area, myself included. I'll share something very quickly with you before I introduce him. If we go way, way, way back, um, I was never a fan of learning. 
Um, and there was a point in time in my life where I realized that that was the wrong way to look at things. And I became a huge fan of learning. And I spent years and years and years and continue to learn and develop and improve. And I suggest that uh, once we stop, it, it probably is all over for us. So really pay attention to what you're about to hear. Darren Jacklin, author, speaker, uh, philanthropist, and my dear friend, welcome to Results Radio. Thank you so much for being here today. Hey, Sean, I'm uh, grateful to be here and make a difference. Tell me something, Darren. Where do you start? What's your story? Well, my backstory is uh, a lot of adversities and failures and challenges. It's been a roller coaster of ups and downs. I, I was born and raised in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada, and grew up as a kid in a small town of less than 20,000 people in population in subcurrent Saskatchewan, Canada. And, uh, you know, I failed grade one of public education of school, and I was put on a drug called Ritalin uh, for hyperactivity behavior. And all throughout my elementary school, I was actually put into a special education or modified program. So I was in one of the assisted uh, educational groups, a small group of us. And so my elementary, junior high school, and high school was all, you know, special education programs. And I was, um, I struggled in school, very low self-esteem, very insecure, not being good enough, a lot of negative self-talk, and virtually no self-worth and no self-esteem. And where I actually found my you know, calling in life was actually at age seven in Swift Current. I created a little company called Rent-A-Kid, and I would go out in my neighborhood and I would cut grass, shovel sidewalks in the wintertime, and deliver the Regina Leader Post newspaper six days a week. And I grew up in a low-income family, but, uh, you know, I always wanted like a new bicycle or I wanted new things or go to the convenience store. And so I always looked around my neighborhood and said, you know, who's got my money and where is it? And I would go out and get it and knock on those doors and provide services and value to these people that could pay for my services. And I would do that. And so going through school, I struggled. And by the time I got to grade 11 of public education, I was taken out of class one day by a guidance counselor and a school teacher. And I was told based on my academic marks, I probably wouldn't go very far in my life. And I was actually labeled a throwaway kid. And I was told I probably wouldn't graduate from grade 12 education. So with the help of my friends and going through school and junior high school and high school, I actually used to make money uh, evenings and weekends and during the summer holidays. And with that money, I actually went to a lady who sold Mary Kay Cosmetics. And I actually bought the Mary Kay Cosmetics from her. And I went to the straight A students in school. Now, in, in school, we call this cheating. In the business world or entrepreneurship world, we call this leverage or delegation or joint venturing or collaboration. But the school system defined it as cheating. And I actually hired the A students because I was a D student, right, just struggling just to get by day to day. And I just barely passed high school, graduated with the help of my friends and the help of the A students that got me through to the finish line, left high school, left Swift Current, Saskatchewan, Canada, moved from Saskatchewan to British Columbia, Canada, to the Okanagan Valley, to a city of about 60,000 people in population called Vernon, British Columbia, Canada. And uh, I struggled with self-esteem. I had no direction. I had no focus. I had no purpose. So, and I had a tremendous amount of negative self-talk. And I just, I felt invisible. I felt I was never good enough. I was never smart enough. I didn't have any purpose. I didn't matter in the world. I was just seeking so much validation and approval externally from other people, including my parents mainly. And so I did multiple suicide attempts to actually end my life. And I actually, just like people today in the professional development or personal development industry, they do visualization. 
Well, I used to visualize actually committing suicide. I used to premeditate suicide so I could do it perfectly and get it right because I didn't want to screw up and make a mistake. So I actually practiced driving my car at 140 kilometers an hour or 85 miles per hour towards the telephone pole. And on my final suicide attempt, I just realized I couldn't do it. There's like a divine spiritual intervention. And I actually drove into a outreach place at this uh, center. It was a nonprofit organization where they actually did community outreach work for people with mental illnesses and stuff like that. And I actually went there and asked for help. I turned myself in and they provided free guidance counseling to me. And then after a period of time, the lady says, I want to introduce you to Dale Carnegie. Well, I didn't know who Dale Carnegie was. So I went to this prestigious hotel in Vernon, British Columbia, Canada, went there and found out it was a 12 week course called the Dale Carnegie training program. Well, I didn't have the money. So I managed to work out a payment plan with him over a period of time and I went every week over a course of 12 weeks to this Dale Carnegie training program back in the early 1990s, and it transformed my life. And through there, I met somebody who then introduced me to Toastmasters International, which is the largest public speaking organization, leadership organization on the planet today in multiple countries and cities all over the world. And that was my training development. I didn't have any social skills. I didn't have any academics. I didn't have any people skills. So through Dale Carnegie and Toastmasters back in the early 1990s, that was my training development. And then I actually invested into a company as a startup company. I made a bunch of money, had a bunch of money in investments and saved. And I did no research, no due diligence. I didn't know what that was back then. And that first startup company went bust within 120 days. The banks actually called the demand loan because I was the co-signer and the banks had what they call a GSA, which is a general security agreement on all the paperwork. Well, I didn't read the small print of the paperwork. And 120 days later, the bank called the demand loan, and they called all the loans, and the guys weren't returning phone calls and registered mail. And so I was the co signer So they came to me, and they repossessed my car. My bank accounts got frozen. I got evicted because my rent checks bounced. I owed a lot of money to people because I was the co-signer. And so I had a bad reputation. I had a very poor credit score. I had people knocking on my door looking for money because I was the co-signer. And for the next eight years was complete hell for me a lot of challenges and a roller coaster and bad reputation, stuff like that, because I was just trying to be the nice guy and help these guys out with a startup company. And I got set up. So we actually went to court. I won my lawsuits against them, but you can't take blood from a stone. And the one guy filed bankruptcy and the other guy went missing in action. And, but it trained me a lot in terms of that mental toughness and focus going through the eight years of the legal battles in the court systems and the collection fees and the creditors and people chasing for money and managing my reputation because I was trying to be a nice guy and be the co-signer. And so it really taught me a lot in terms of street smarts. And I'm grateful for these life lessons. At the time, I wasn't grateful. I was very unhappy and very upset and very angry. But I look back now and I count my blessings because they were in disguise and I'm very grateful. And so, you know, if you want to read more of my backstory, they can go to DarrenJacklin.com or just Google me and you can read the full backstory. It's quite, uh, you know, inspiring and moving in terms of the ups and downs. But Where I'm at today is, you know, I've achieved a lot of success. I've had adversities and failures, but, uh, you know, we're building ultra luxury private islands right now in the Bahamas for $2.2 billion. And I travel and I serve and, and, uh, I have a school I support over in Uganda, East Africa with a few hundred kids that are in the slums over there. So I'm, let me ask you a question, Derek. What what do you think the difference is between you and those other people when they're faced with the same adversities, they throw up their hands and give up? What's the difference? Why? Are you today where you are, and yet probably 95, maybe 98% of others who go through the same battles, they give up. They get on welfare. Uh, they go get a, a, a go-nowhere, you know, minimum wage job, and they stay there. 
in perpetuity? What, what, what makes you different? For sure. Well, I actually did all that. I was actually homeless. I actually lived on welfare, collected a welfare check for a period of time. I was depressed. I was suicidal, and I didn't want to leave my house. I actually didn't want to leave my bed. So I've been through all that, and I've had a tremendous amount of negative self-talk. The difference is now is perseverance and being able to compartmentalize. I actually detached from my emotions, which I actually have a counselor now, a psychologist working with me now, where I hire and work with her a few hours a week on inner child work, now in my mid-45 now. But what I do is I actually learned that fear does not live in action. And so I actually went and got, I went and got minimum wage jobs, you know, telemarketer. I went and did door-to-door sales. And that's really where I learned how to overcome adversity and deal with rejection because I've been rejected now over 100,000 times in business. I used to make, out of the yellow pages of a telephone book, I used to make over, like just, just the other day, my staff, the other day, just four days ago, okay, I made 178 cold calls just the other day because I used to make 400 cold calls as a telemarketer out of the yellow pages of the phone book. But I, the other day, I was dying for dollars, raising $27 million on a project, and I need to raise $27 million. So I went through, I had my assistant went through and got a whole bunch of investors across the North American continent with their contact information, put into a spreadsheet, and I made 178 cold calls in one day. And I got 173 rejections, no's, and I got the rest for yeses. And they were follow-up discovery phone calls for due diligence. But I made 178 rejection phone calls. Now, most people today would send emails and run Facebook ads and social media ads. But at the end of the day, we're in the people business. And when you're dealing with people over the age of 40 years of age, we didn't grow up with social media and all this technology and the internet. We grew up with connecting with people by knocking on the door, going to make a phone call, going to see people face to face. And I think the big thing for myself now is, is I, I realize that we're in the people business and I, I use technology as a tool and I leverage technology. But at the end of the day, I'm still a phone guy. I'm still an in-person person. I'm the type of person, you know, I live in Vancouver, Canada now, and I was on a call just a couple hours ago today before we're doing this interview and out of New York City with a private equity firm. And they've got access to billions and billions of dollars. And I said, listen, I'll jump on a flight and fly from Vancouver, Canada to New York City. And I'll meet you tomorrow. I'll rearrange my schedule. I'll fly all night. I'll take a rally, whatever it takes, but I'll be there at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone tomorrow morning. And the guy's like, wow. I said, no, whatever it takes. I'll clear my schedule, and I'll make it out, and I'll get it done. And this guy, all of a sudden, our relationship over the telephone changed because he realized I was dead serious, that I wanted to get raise this capital, get this to the finish line, and make it happen. And that's the key thing is commitment. How committed are you to actually making things happen? Are you serious, or is this just a hobby for you, right? And that's the thing is people that are entrepreneurs or their employees listening to this interview right now, and you may have a sideline business or another stream of income, are you committed to what it takes? Are you willing to persevere and overcome? Because, because you're going to fail. In sports, you have wins and you have losses every game. And in life, you know, success is a series of well-managed failures. You're going to get lots of rejection. You're going to get haters. You're going to get criticized. You're going to get critics. I have all that. To me, that's just noise. It's just static like on a, ref, on a radio. It used to bother me. It used to affect my self-worth. Now I don't even pay any attention to it. It's just a distraction to me. It's just noise. And your immediate friends and family, like you're going to get hugged and slugged. You're going to get kissed and kicked and you're going to get supported and challenged. And any great idea, listen, myself raising $2.2 billion, people think I'm actually a nut bar. I'm wacko. I'm crazy. Well, we're almost near the finish line right now on this. And through the due diligence process with some very, uh, you know, family offices and private equity firms, people aren't laughing anymore because they realize that we're just coming around to the final finish line now. And that's where you really learn who your true friends are is the haters, the doubters, the critics, and all that kind of stuff. And you learn who people 
who stick it out through the roller coaster of life because, you know, life isn't easy. There's a lot of challenges and twists and turns, and it's like a roller coaster. But one of the big things I've learned as a strategy, Sean, is to treat life and business as a game, as a game, just like children. They're so curious, and they treat things like a game. So I, I, don't, I don't get involved anymore. I just have fun in the experience of the journey of life because at the end, we're going to die anyways, right? Whether we make the phone calls, we knock on the doors, we hand out the proposals, we go network with people. In the end, we're going to die, and it all comes back to love anyways. It's all about love in the end. So without integrity, nothing works. So we've got to maintain our integrity. And I also, what I do is when I'm, you know, you know, I'm building teams now and I have people that work day-to-day operations for me, and that was always a weakness for me is to build teams. Now it's developing more of a muscle of a strength. But I don't listen to what people say. I watch their feet. I watch their actions because behavior never lies. Behavior never lies. And that's the key thing today is that, you know, there's a strength in numbers and teams, but always trust people, but verify and, you know, it's cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars in mistakes over the years because I trusted everyone, but I never verified. And so today I make the reference checks. I do the Google searches. I hire the private investigators. We do thorough due diligence. We show, you know, I had a guy the other day that was telling me he was making $70,000 a month in this business opportunity he was pitching on me. So I said, great, show me proof of funds. Get me on the phone with your accountant. Get me on the phone with your bookkeeper. Let's verify this. And he wouldn't do it. So to me, I vetted him and red flagged him. Because when it comes to investing, there's three types of money. There's calm money, cautious money, or nervous money. So whenever you're involved in something, whenever you're buying something, ask yourself, am I calm, cautious, or nervous? If you're calm, it's a green light. Do the opportunity, providing you've done research and due diligence. If it's cautious, ask a lot more questions. Do a lot more research. Do a lot more investigation. If it's nervous, Darren, I gotta, run away from I gotta the opportunity. Stop you, brother. I got to stop you. I'm sorry. I got to stop you. This is Results Radio. I'm your host, Sean Chuchat, and guess what? If you have questions, this guy has answers. If you aren't taking notes, my goodness, you should be. He has talked nonstop for the last 15 or 20 minutes and given you so many gold nuggets, and I hope that you take internalize these and act on these. We're going to take a break. Darren, stay with me if you would be kind enough, please, for everybody listening right now. Stay with us because what's coming up right now is what allows us to come to you every two weeks and bring you the very best. I'm Sean Chuchak. Once again, this is Results Radio. Stay with us. We'll be back in one minute. What would being a best-selling author do for you and your business? Massive credibility. Your brand launchpad. Celebrity. Over two-thirds of Americans want to write a book. Get yours published now and distribute it around the world. More exposure means more prospects. More prospects means more clients. Even better, you don't have to do it all alone. You've got the leading publishing and marketing team doing it with you. At Results Press, it's easier than you dreamed. Visit us today at theresultspress.com. You and I know you're ready for more, for the freedom that you were promised when you decided to become an entrepreneur. Sean Shuchuk is the number one results coach in the country, and he wants to work with you, but only if you want to achieve real and lasting results. If you want five times or ten times your income, and to do it fast, if you want that six or seven figure income, visit changeyourresults.com now. Send Sean a message and say, I want real freedom. I want to invest in myself and work with you. Welcome back to Results Radio. I'm your host, Sean Chuchak, and today... The always amazing, always, always wonderful and informative, Mr. Darren Jacklin, all the way from the West Coast. Let me ask you a question, Darren. First of all, thank you again for being with us. But let me ask you a question. Um, there are a lot of people that come to me and say, listen, you know, Sean, I'd love to work with you. But um, I think that if I really sat down and read books and studied and got strategic, 
I could do exactly what it is that, uh, you know, that we would accomplish when, if we work together. What do you say? I know you've heard that. I know all of the, those of us who are out there really making it happen today. We hear this from people from time to time. I'd really like to work with you, but I think I can do it on my own. What do you say to those people? Well, most people get stuck in process but not execution. And they overanalyze things where they analyze things to the nth degree or they're indecisive or analysis paralysis. So all great athletes, professional athletes, myself, I have a team of coaches. I have an advisory board that works with me where I seek counsel on a frequent basis. The key thing is if you're going to do it on your own, good luck. You're going to get crushed out there. It's going to take you a long time. It's going to cost you a lot of money and a lot of time, and you're not going to have that great of results. And so the thing is if you want to be on the fast track and expedite, because listen, I've tried to do that. I was, I was egotistical. I was arrogant. And I'm like, no, I'm better. I can always do this. I'm the dumbest guy when I walk into a meeting now. When I hire people, they're a lot smarter than me and have more skills than me. I'm just good at formulating teams. So there's a lot of people out there that think that they're smart. You're actually doing yourself a disadvantage. In fact, you're deficient. In fact, uh, it's not going to work. And you can try and know smart people, but we live in a global economy that's very high speed today with technology. And like myself, I don't compete. I just dominate and own the space. And so if you want to be best in class... Hold on, I've got to stop you. I'm sorry, I've got to stop you. Can you repeat that again? I don't compete, I... Yeah, so I don't compete, I just dominate the space. So no matter what industry or what Write it down, that's awesome. Yeah, so awesome. I just Thank focus on best practices and how do I be best in class? How do I dominate that space, right? And how do I be best in class with that by best practices? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Is there a point in time where you get up in the morning and go, you know what, I, I just don't want to get out of bed? Like, to hell with everybody, to hell with whatever. I don't want to get on that phone and make a hundred and some phone calls. I don't want to have to, I don't want whatever that is that you know you need to do, you have to do, because at the end of the day, sitting around and, and waiting for something to happen with a sofa seatbelt on isn't going to get you anywhere. And, and, and it's interesting, uh, I'll add to that, I still get phone calls from people that perhaps watched the movie The Secret in 2006. And they think that setting their goals was all it took. And yet they're not accomplishing anything. What, what do you do? When, and I'm, I'm guessing this happens to you just like everyone else, where you don't feel that motivation. You don't want to get out of bed. Well, I wake up scared every day. Um, every day I wake up scared because I'm always out of my comfort zone. And I'm always leveling up and skilling up. And I'm always getting around people who are playing life at a much bigger game than me personally, professionally. So I feel scared every day and I use that as fuel as inspiration to move me forward, right? Because we're either expanding or we're contracting and we're either moving towards our goals or away from our goals. And so what I do is I use it actually as a motivator, as an inspirator to do that. And, you know, there's a saying that you never join an easy crowd because you won't grow, right? Always go where the expectations and demands are high to level you up is your character, your integrity. And how I've always known, you know, in terms of breakthrough, and I've learned this from experiences, is that you know, people always ask me, they go, well, how do you know that when you're leveling up is when you attract a new set of problems or challenges into your life that you have no idea how to figure them out. So you have to go to your circle of five, your inner circle of like-minded people. It could be friends or family or relatives or neighbors or coworkers, and they can't solve the problem. You go to Google, you try and research on the Internet, you can't solve it. So you actually have to go out of your comfort zone and find different people. Like you, Sean, right? When the student's ready, the teachers appear. So you might be a mentor or teacher to somebody listening to this show right now or myself. So you have to go to a trade show or a church service or a conference or you're on public transit or you're at you know, some airport terminal and you meet some stranger. And that's the thing for people. They don't understand that strangers have everything you want, need, and desire. We're taught as children, don't talk to strangers. 
Well, everything you want to achieve in your life comes from strangers, comes from other human beings. And so it's having a conversation with them. Most people use technology today and social media to communicate. That's not where the big deals are done. Listen, I've raised a lot of money over the last while, and none of it came through technology and social media. Yeah, we looked at people's LinkedIn profiles and Google searched them and so that, but what it came was getting onto an airplane, going to meet somebody in a restaurant, into a private club, golf course, some sporting event, entertaining them. It went to meeting people in close proximity because the key thing is, is that I'll give you an example when it comes to raising capital. I always ask people, if you're raising capital, how close are you to the money? How close are you to the check writers and the decision makers? Because we need to build networks. It doesn't matter if you're an employee today or if you're an entrepreneur. Everybody has to have access to money because the bank laws and rules are changing all the time, and they're changing up the game. So you've got to have access to private capital, whether it's 10000 50000 100000 million, million plus, you know, whatever it is. We all have to have the lifelines of access to capital. So anybody who's growing a startup company or an expansion of a business or a company, you've got to have access to private investors. And you've got to build those personal relationships with people. And, and I always say, you know, build the network of people before you need them. Like what, what's happening for me in my life right now as a result of raising all this capital started back in 2007. You know, 11 years ago, I started building these relationships that now over past a decade are now come to fruition. But back in 2007, 8, and 9, I really took massive action going to networking events, seminars, trade shows, conferences, and networking and following up with people and building those relationships and building that rapport. And today, now 10 plus years, it's now starting to come to harvest and fruition. So you might see things now in your life where you've got goals and dreams for yourself and your family and your children, and they're going to come to fruition right away. It's going to take a few years. It's going to take several months or several weeks to come to fruition, but you just got to keep being proactive. And you're going to get hugged and you're going to get slugged. You're going to get kissed. You're going to get kicked. It's not always going to be easy. It's going to feel like you're on a roller coaster at times, right, with lots of peaks and valleys and emotions and twists and turns. The key thing is treat it as a game and stay on the ride. Enjoy the journey. And you're going to have days where you're going to want to quit and give up. That's where you go to a mentor. You go to a coach. You go to an advisor. And I ask and make a request that you consider not going to your spouse or partner or girlfriend or boyfriend because they're emotionally attached to you. And they'll go to worst case scenario in their mindset and create this story. Oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? You need to go to somebody who's neutral, who's not emotionally attached to you, who can tell you what you need to hear versus what you want to hear. And that's the key thing with mentorship and coaches. Right? Like, like myself, I am not the greatest mentor or coach to people because people don't like me in the beginning because I tell you what you need to hear versus what you want to hear. I don't give you the fluff and the kumbaya. And people don't like that because most people want to have the sizzle. They don't want to have the steak. And so a guy like me, I'm very blunt and I'm very direct with people like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you told me that. Well, do you want reasons or do you want results? If you want results, I'm the go-to guy. If you want reasons, go to somebody else to pat you on the back. And so that's the key thing with mentors and coaches is, is make sure you do your due diligence and find somebody who's already living the ideal lifestyle as a god Darren, I, I got to stop you, brother. I got to stop you because this is really important. You said something a little while ago that I think we really need to highlight. You talked about relationships. <laughs> uh, and I'm a firm believer in this. I work with a lot of people. I teach a lot of people. I coach a lot of people. Uh, I speak from big stages all over. One of the things that we talk about at length is influence. One of the things we talk about at length is high uh, high trust or strong, powerful, productive, and high trust relationships. Mm-hmm. How important on a scale of one to 10 is having a, a network of high trust uh, people as part of your network who are like-minded, who are focused on growth, who want to make a difference? How important is that on a scale of one to 10 in your mind? 
Oh, it'd be a 12. Absolutely. Hands down. It'd be a 12 or a 15 because it, it's everything. Because when you have a challenge or a problem, you know, whatever it is, you've got to go to your advisory council. You've got to go to these like-minded people who have experience and have actually been there and done that, right? Because talk is cheap. And so it's so important. So many people get advice, free advice from people who are not qualified to give you the advice because they've never experienced it. They give you their opinion, their perspective, their point of view, but they've never lived it. And so I go to people who've actually lived it, who've actually got the results, who've been there and done that. And that's so, you know, people don't do their due diligence, right? Because people buy an emotion, they justify it with logic. And so they're emotionally charged, like, oh my gosh, I just met this guy and blah, 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 blah. But they don't know what the results are of this person. They don't trust and verify. And we live in a world today, especially with social media, where there's so much hype and so much sizzle and so much inaccuracy of false information and false hope that's being sold on there. So when I meet somebody on social media, for example, I listen to what they're saying, but I also watch and observe their feet, and I also make reference checks and phone calls to do some due diligence behind the scenes. And so that's the key thing is that when you have a high-trust relationships, honor and respect and nurture those relationships. You know, I, I host quarterly dinner parties. I, I do different activities and fundraising events all the time to plug people into these events. I also do a thing called an alignment exercise. Everybody that works with me, any of my joint venture partners, I go through a process with them that I send by email called an alignment exercise. So I actually have them fill it out. It takes a little bit of time. And they actually tell me what they really want in their life. And I really challenge them with some thinking of some questions so that I become their personal concierge. So I actually end up working for them. All my staff that work with me, they don't work for me or the Darren Jackson group of companies. I work for them. I'm in service to them. Because Zig Ziglar always said, if you help enough people get what they want in their lives, you can have everything you want in your life. So I'm a go-giver, not a go-getter. I'm not a boss. I'm not a manager. I'm not a CEO to anybody. I work for them. I work for my employees. I work for my staff. I work for my team. I'm, I'm their concierge service. I go to work every day for them and provide massive value and service and impact their lives in a positive way. And through that, guess what? They want to reciprocate and pay it forward and pass it on to me and help grow the brand and help grow what we're doing and make a difference. Because we're very quickly back. coming up to the end of our show, Darren, and I'm, gonna, I'm going to do something that I do with every show. Um, you know I firmly believe in coaches. I always have two or three. You and I have had a lot of conversations. We chat yes. regularly. Uh, I turn to you for advice and direction and, and ask questions, and uh, you know, I think that's really important. I want to ask you a question, um, and I, I think this is probably one of the most important questions I can ask people. Do you think in order for someone to get where they want to go, they need to, they need to invest in a coach? Absolutely, for sure. You betcha. Because what you're doing is you're seeking advice and counsel from that person. No different if you're you know, buying a house or you're you know, investing in your future. You've got to go to people who've already got the experience and the results, and the coach is great to do that. Absolutely. Now, there's lots of coaches. What do you say to someone like that says, I have, I have a mentor, I don't need a coach? I talk well, to there's a difference. and he's successful in business. Yeah, for sure. Well, the thing is, I have, I have about a dozen coaches that I work with, and I, and I hire them, and I have equity with them, and, you know, and I have different arrangements with each one of them, but I have coaches. I have a relationship coach. I spend, you know, I spend uh, you know, over 1000 bucks a month just on a relationship coach, where I meet on Zoom with my partner, with Tatiana and I. We meet. I have a financial coach. The guy, you know, he plays at a bigger level than me, and I, and I have an arrangement with him. I have a, I have a mm-hmm. personal fitness trainer. I have somebody teaching me on nutrition. Now, people say, well, I don't have the money to do that. Then work out some arrangement that's win-win or fair means of compensation. Right? There's always ways you can barter and trade. You can get creative in that right. way that's win-win and fair for compensation. One, one golden nugget, Darren, that our listeners can take away, they can download from this conversation we've had, 
and they can implement the moment you and I stop speaking today. What's that one golden nugget and encapsulate it in the next 25 seconds, if you would, please? Write down your top 10 goals, dreams, or personal promises to yourself that you'd like to achieve. You know, if I meet, if I meet you on the street, 9 out of 10 people I meet on the street have no written plan or no direction of where they're going. I always ask people when they want me to spend time with them, show me your list of goals, and people can never produce that document. So write down what you really, really, really want in your life because most people have no clue where they're going in their life. It's not written and down. If it's anyone not wants documented. to reach you, get a hold of you, touch base with you, how do they find you? You just go to uh, the website DarrenJacklin.com or Google Darren Jacklin, and I'm all over social media, and you can just go to the website and check me out there. Darren, if you would spell your name for us just so, so if people are doing a search, they have it right. Yeah, so it's Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N, J-A-C-K-L-I-N, so it's DarrenJacklin.com. Thank you, Darren. This is Results Radio. I am your host, Sean Tuchuk. We are here to inspire, motivate, and connect. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, YourResultsRadio.com. Get yourself a copy of the Results Journal. It was designed with you in mind so you can accomplish more in less time. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, have an incredible day, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on Results Radio. Every show, we bring you the very best guests that share with you their experiences and expertise. Do whatever you have to do to join us for our next show. And visit us today at yourresultsradio.com. While you're there, get your copy of the Results Journal. Results Journal.